Every year in this time after Taraweeh Salah, we have been discussing something about death, the remembrance of death, and reading from some of the writings of our Kabir regarding death. This is something which is extremely essential for us to always keep death in front of us. This is the object of this discussion. The same things that we read every year, more or less the same things. And the purpose is to keep this consciousness alive. In the Quran Sharif, many, many places, this is presented as the pivotal issue. The remembrance of death. And if this is in front of a person, then inshallah he will be saved from many, many sins, many vices, getting caught up in many wrong things. One alim of South Africa had gone to Pakistan once in Jamaat, so he was giving his karguzari, and he mentioned one area that they were in. So they took him to go and visit the prison. It was a very big prison. So went through all the various sections of the prison. And some places where the prisoners are busy doing some kind of crafts and so on. And where, whatever, all the various departments of the prison. And then eventually he brought them to one section. Where they were all individual cells. And on the door of each cell there was a small little board there was some date written on that board. And they could see into the cell as well. Every person that was seen inside that cell, Pakistan is a Muslim country, whatever the crimes, Allah knows best, whatever happens, the Muslims were in there. But this was a very different picture to the prisoners that were in the other set, sections of the prison. You just could see something different on each person's face. And somebody is even engaged in some ibadat and some namaz and somebody is making some dua. This was the death row. And these people were apparently already given dates, which day they are going to be executed. Whether that really happens in that manner or not, many a times a person, there's a date of his execution and things don't go accordingly. It'll get postponed, something will happen, whatever. That is not something that Insan has put a date that will happen for sure. It could be also somebody's date is there that one month's time this person is going to be executed. He's counting the days that he's got 29 days left, 28 days left. It could be he doesn't have 29 and 28 days. Maybe he's got 2-3 days left. He's counting 29 days and 30 days, Allah knows. Many a person might have come there to see him and feeling very sorry for him that this person in 30 days time is going to be executed. Before that person got executed, the visitor passed away. That could have happened. But the thing was that because there was some date, Insan put some date on that person's execution, it changed the whole situation. The color of that person's face changed. The smile went out of his face. His whole outlook to life changed because he's, got, he's counting days now. Whereas the reality is, that the visitors could have shorter time than him. Those feeling sorry for him could have shorter time than him. Now this is the whole 
object of this remembrance of death. Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says that وَأَمَّا خَافَ مَقَامَ Death and all the things that will follow after death. The day of Qiyamah will come. Allah says, The one who fears standing in front of his Rabb on the day of Qiyamah. The person who's got death in front of him will worry about Qiyamah also. And And he restrains his nafs from all the impermissible desires. But these two things are interlinked. The person who has his death in front of him has Qiyamah in front of him. He will be able to restrain himself from the haram desires. Then the end result is So this muraqaba of mouth that we discuss every year, that this is an extremely important thing and especially now those of us are in Atikaf, we should make this a part of our daily program. And not only while in Atikaf, but this is now our training period. We should, now we have nothing else to do but dedicate ourselves to all the amal. So at some fixed time, when something is done, or rather there's an intention to do something, but there isn't a time put to it, then often it will get left. Our ma'amulat, our tasbihat, our tilawat, our zikr, various other amal, if there is a time put to it, this has to happen in that time. This must happen before Zohar. That will be after Asar. Then inshallah there's a, and then even if for a start, a person writes it down. So it reminds him that I fixed this time for this amal. And this time for this amal. So there's a fixed time, inshallah then the it will come into the system. And if it is just open-ended, it will happen one day, two days, and then we'll forget about it, and then forget about it for days on end. So to fix some time, which time we are going to do this muraqaba. One very ideal time would be, just before a person goes to sleep, if he's going to take a rest at night, just before that, that's the ideal time. Or any other time that is suitable, convenient, but to set a time for this muraqaba of moth, to set a time to meditate over one's own death, picture oneself in one's last moments, what is the condition at that time? What is the situation around one at that time? If that had to become our situation now, what would be the situation around us? And at that time, what would we be thinking? How many things we would be regretting? How many things we will be wishing that I didn't have that kept in a certain cupboard? Because now somebody's going to open it. I wish I never had those things stored with my phone. But there's no chance to do anything now. Because life is ebbing away. person at that time can't even lift a finger. So what not could be crossing his mind at that time? I wish I didn't have any qaza namaz left. I had completed all my qazas. I wish I had fulfilled all the rights of the people. And all the various things that might go through a person's mind at that time, to think about it. So that, that spurs us on to really start bringing those things in order. If there's some qaza namaz left, and if this is my last moment, then this will get left forever. I need to sort this out. Let me put a program in place now.
that daily I must start covering up all the qazas. I'm not fulfilling the rights of people, people's rights are outstanding. So let me sort this out. And all the other haram that I am sitting with, let me get rid out of this, rid of this from my life. So to think about it, to imagine that moment, then imagine the next step. This is something to be done with dedication. Our general situation is, we do something once, twice, and now we are waiting for our maharaj to take place now. But now, what happened now? I heard that this is what you got to do and then it will bring this effect. I did it about three and a half times already, nothing happening still. And something is done and generally, generally something is done with consistency for a period of 40 days. There's a lot of effect in this period of 40 days. This is the system that the Mashaikh had derived in the light of Quran and Sunnah. And this tartib of 40 days out in Jamaat etc. has come from there. Initially it was what the Mashaikh derived in the line of Tasawwuf and this was what then came down. So a person does some amal consistently, consistently for a period of 40 days, then there's great hope that that will then become part of his system and start bringing the desired effect also. So now a person is sitting and meditating over his own death and picturing now the various phases that will happen. Now he's finally, his ruh is leaving him. When a person's ruh starts leaving, it starts leaving from the feet end. His feet become lifeless. And then slowly and gradually the ruh moves further up. Until finally it reaches his throat. The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala speaks about this. Hatta ida balagati al-hulqoom. وَأَنْتُمْ حِينَ إِذِنْ تَنْظُرُونَ That when that life and that rule will come right to the throat and you will be seeing what's going on. وَنَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْكُمْ وَلَاكِنْ لَا تُبْصِرُونَ So now to imagine that this is what has happened to me now. This is what's going on with me now. Now that rule has finally left. Now I'm going to be a dead body in the hands of people. That ghusl is going to be given, that kafan is going to be put on, I'm going to be then carried to the qabristan. Imagine oneself being carried on the shoulders of people. Unfortunately, even while carrying some other deceased person on our shoulders, we fail to reflect that tomorrow might be my turn. So to imagine that, I'm being carried on the shoulders of people. Now the janaza salah is taking place. Now I'm being lowered into my grave. Now those planks are being put into place and that light is all getting blocked off. I'm getting left in this dark grave. I can hear this sand being thrown onto the grave and this everybody is taking part in this. Those who are so close and near and dear to me. They are also very quickly now putting the sand over me because this is my place. Everybody is going to leave me behind and go. I will be alone here. Now it will be my iman and my amal. Have I prepared for this moment? Then there are the other phases to also meditate on what will happen in the cover thereafter, the questioning of Munkar and Nakir, 
meditating on the day of Qiyamah. So, even sometimes it's just two, three minutes. But with dedication to picture all these various scenes. And in time when this becomes established in the heart. And a person is then tempted towards haram, tempted towards sin. And he just flashes back that one bit of this whole muraqaba. The part of being lowered into the grave. He can feel himself being lowered. That will be sufficient to hold him back. The aspect of being just left alone in that grave and seeing that light being blocked off. Now in the dark grave. Can feel the coldness of that floor under him. One person passed away and he was being buried. He had just been buried. All the family people were around. And his little grandchild, maybe two, three years old, so that grandchild is asking his father, now his grandfather has just been buried. Now perhaps it might have been the first time that he came to the Qabristan, first time that he attended the Janaza Namaz. I happened to be standing right there and overheard this child asking his father now. And he's asking his father, but how is Dada going to sleep in this grave? He said, whatever, how is he going to sleep here? There's no bed there. And it won't be cold there. Father is now, Janaza is just, everything is still happening. <coughs> father is trying to now just keep him quiet for a while. But the child is a child. And the child, he doesn't have all these formalities. He doesn't know what's the protocols here. He has no, something in his mind, he wants to ask something, he'll just ask it anyway. But, what an ibrat it was. That that child is asking those questions which we should be asking ourselves. Have I prepared for this moment? Now he's asking his father, but if it's cold now, how is he going to sleep there? And, uh, but there's no bed there. And whatever other questions he might ask of that. These are the questions we should be asking ourselves. That have I prepared with my good amal the bedding of Jannat? Because a person who is buried and is a good person, eventually, after all the questioning takes place, the angels bring the bedding of Jannat for him. And the window to Jannat is opened out for him. So this is the preparation of the Akhirat. And this is the need for this muraqaba of moth. So daily some dedicated time. And especially now, those of us in Atikaf, number one, as we said, to fix the time. What time of the day or night is going to be dedicated for this muraqaba? And two, three minutes, more all the better. Nevertheless, the other part of this is, some people are very weak-hearted. They cannot uh, take anything <coughs> that might be very, sometimes gets too difficult on them. So, this muraqaba of moth is still necessary. This is the ideal that a person pictures all these phases, the phase of life leaving, actual person being buried, the conditions of the grave, qiyamat. If a person feels this is not manageable for him, he's too weak-hearted, somebody starts getting palpitations and whatever. So then to the muraqaba of moth, the various ayat of the Quran Sharif, the various ahadith in which jannat has been described. The ni'mat and bounties of jannat. All the various things that Allah Ta'ala has mentioned for the pious people in Jannat. Think about that at least. And then remind oneself that that is available for those who lead their lives correctly. If a person doesn't lead a good life, then where is he going to get all this? So that is only for the very weak hearted to now then rather 
make muraqaba of jannat we can never imagine the reality of jannat but in the light of whatever has been described in the quran sharif in the ahadith we bring that to mind and then remind ourselves that that is only available and possible to get there by being obedient to allah ta'ala in dunya so inshallah we will make this our daily ma'mool practice fix a time for it and at least 2-3 minutes we dedicate in fact 2-3 minutes is very little but at least 2-3 minutes dedicate daily for this muraqaba of maut and initially it is even more effective that a person does this 2-3 times a day then at least once a day but initially 2-3 times and especially now we don't have any other commitments we are dedicated to the amal in the masjid so 2-3 times a day 2-3 minutes won't take anything away from us but inshallah we'll see the benefit of this. Allah Tabarak wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.